Everybody and welcome to another edition of the Landlord and Tenant Podmas, the only podcast that has the balls to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? Hi, everybody. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Landlord James. And I'm your other host, and my name is Tenant Michael. And James, hearing you pose the question, uh, our, our show sort of slogan, can a landlord and tenant be buddies, it made me think, imagine if you were watching Jeopardy one day and the clue was, um, this podcast is hosted by two Torontonians and the answer was, um, Alex, what is uh, landlord and tenant uh, pod mess, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? Wouldn't that just make you go, whoa? Uh, yes, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I don't really think it's going to happen. And honestly, we have a bone to pick. We had a big fight on Twitter this week. Because uh, you said last week that the B movie was a flop, <laughs> and right. listener, a listener we treasure, Ennis Esmer, mm-hmm. also a famous actor, famous tweeted, actor, yep. pointed out rightly that it was not a flop. It was actually a huge hit. Right. So and I got that is like, ugh. I got like, raked over you, the coals. You want us to be a? Yeah, you did. Yeah, on you Twitter, did. deservedly was, so. It was humiliating, but um, so Ennis pointed out that I was wrong, saying that a um. B movie, the Seinfeld uh, vehicle, and A Bug's Life were flops because uh, they each made, you know, $200 million, which seems like a good amount of money. Hey, if someone handed me 200 mil on the street, I wouldn't get mad at them. You, you know, wouldn't know what to do with it, Michael. I wouldn't, but I'm just one person. But for a movie, you think, well, is that really good? Because then you look at the top, the top grossing films of all time, you see, and then you see that a Bug's Life and B-Movie can't hold a candle to the box office returns that movies like Avengers Endgame made, that movies like Avatar made, or um, oh uh, movies Mike. like uh, some Lord of the Rings, you know? Just accept that Ennis cucked you. No. Just deal with it. Well, not. Ennis full-on cucked you, and guess what, Mike? Here you are going, gee, I wonder if we'll ever be a question on Jeopardy someday. Not yeah. with that kind of bullshit you're putting out there on the pod. Well, we'll Not see. by totally getting, a, totally getting a really big fact about the B-movie wrong. The, uh, the internet came you after You think Rogan me. gets shit like that wrong? Well, no, but he's got a team of researchers, uh, and he's, he's on all sorts of steroids. But I was just lambasted by some of the creepiest people on the internet who came after me and said, you know, oh, you don't know anything about uh, movies about insects and so on. You don't know anything about bees. Why don't you go, you know, go fuck yourself and stuff like that. And I absolutely stand by them. And I, I, I mean, I think they were right to say that. I mean, damn it, Mike. Yeah. Well, we have like a rep here. We have a brand. And now guess what our brand is? We don't know fucking shit. Hi. Uh, hey, folks, my name is Michael. I don't know anything about Bugs movies. Oh, God. Yeah. Anyway. Um, uh, so we're here again for another episode, and it's during those dog days of summer. It's a heat wave. Um, we're sitting here together, two boys in an apartment. And uh, if you could just see our skin, if the listeners, I wish they could mm. just see our skin because it's glistening, it's moist. Um you know, we got those nice big sweat stains under our shirt armpits. Mm-hmm. And we look a bit like um like sort of old timey dolls. Like yeah. what what kind of uh, alabaster or I don't know what kind of uh, fa- uh, material that th- those dolls are made of, but yeah. we have skin that's kind of shiny like a doll. 
shiny like a doll. So, James, how how was your week in this sticky time we're living in from the summer heat? Uh, my week was actually really, really good. Um, and I'll tell you why. Um, you know, we had three and a half months of quarantine. Stay home. Don't go out. Don't do anything fun. Don't go to a rave. Don't go to a club. Yeah. Don't, you know, get your date on, dating on. And I was friggin' sick of it. I was so sick of being in this apartment with you all the time. I started really hating you and uh, wanting to wring your neck just because you're the only voice I heard through that stupid toilet uh, bathroom door. Yeah. No offense about any of that. It's okay. And anyway, now that the world has opened up a bit, or at least uh, Canada, I, I it is it is nice. I'm feeling like a bit back to normal, like back to my normal schedule. And... I'm actually really excited because for the first time in a while, I I uh, I got a I got a bite, if you will, to use a fishing term oh. on a date. Oh, I got and a live I'm one! So ex- I'm reeling it in, boys. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna need a bigger boat. Uh, no, just, I, well, not true because I have a huge boat, metaphorically. So I am I'm really pumped. I uh, yeah, I got a date. I got a really great date coming up, and I'm really excited. Oh, congratulations! And, uh, mm-hmm, yeah, finally, finally back out there. It's yeah. it's been too long. Um, <laughs> you know that saying, "The yeah. bitch is back." I'm uh, I'm imagining Jeez, that, Mike. but applying it to you because you're back on the dating scene. Uh, well, all right. Yeah, I guess that is that does kind of work. Yeah, that does kind of work. The bitch is back. Yeah. Well, um, and you wouldn't believe how it started. You won't believe how this like whole little flirting thing started. Off. Oh, really? I'd love to hear. Well, um, b- believe it or not, I was, I was, it was like maybe one thirty in the morning. Um, I was, pl- I-, I was playing PlayStation Four and uh, eating some of your chips, and I got a bzz, bzz on my phone, a little buzz. Mm-hmm. So I check the phone, and there's a number not on my contacts list, and it, and a little text has popped up, and it says. Hey, lol, you're sexy. And the, it's spelled you're, you are. Okay, so hey, right lol, off the bat, sexy. you know, something's up, right? So right off the bat, I thought, okay. So I write back, you know, I'm thinking, I don't know who this is, but interesting. So I write back, well, my goodness, that's a nice compliment. Okay, and then I put uh, eggplant emoji. And then the person okay. wrote... There's more of that. There's more where that came from, lol. Mm. And I'm going, okay, as I said before, I got a live one here. This is interesting. Yeah. Um, you know, and I was worried, you know, what if this is um, maybe Nadia's back and, you know, she's trying to, I don't know, mess around with me or something like that. Yeah. So I go, uh, can I see a pic? You know, just, you know, can I see a pic of you? Whoa, bold. And, well, you know, she was bold too. Yeah. Anyway, she sends me a pic of herself. Mm-hmm. And hello! Like this 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 picture literally could have been in a magazine. Like no. It literally could be a model in a magazine. Like literally, if you went on the internet and typed in a model of a picture a picture of a model in a magazine, you might have this could have been the picture. Like not joking. Really? And I'm going, "Oh my god." So- are we talking Cindy Crawford here? Like, cause uh, can I can I see yes. a picture? Can I see? Can the you pictures? see a picture? Yeah, yeah, sure. Here. Okay, so I'm just James. You're handing me your phone. I'm okay. I see one picture. Okay, it's a attractive woman in a bikini. Um, mm-hmm. Is do you mind if I scroll to see 
Are there any other pictures of her here that you have? Uh, yeah, yeah. Carry, carry on. All right, yeah. I'll scroll again here. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, there's another picture I'm looking at now of a woman in a bikini. Um, mm-hmm. It's it seems to be a different woman. Clearly, no, no, no. They're both her. But look, the faces clearly are the faces of two different uh, women, at least as far as I can tell. You know, I'm not wearing my specs right now, but it looks well, like two, two no different kidding, women. No kidding, you're not wearing your specs. No, no, that's clearly the same woman. Well, to she me, it looks has like... different hair color. Okay, anyway. Uh, Mike, you don't have Mike. experience with models. They change their hair all the damn time. That's the same all woman. Right. Fair enough, fair enough. I'm wrong. I admit it, I'm wrong. Thank you. You are wrong. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so we're, I obviously see these pictures, and my... You know, I'm doing a full eyeballs coming out of the head, jaw on the floor, <laughs> whole nine yards. Yeah. Um, anyway, we chat and chat and chat the night away. And uh turns out she wants to meet. Well. So very, very, very <laughs> exciting. So uh, we're, we're going to meet. And uh, I could not be more excited. It's nice. Like, it's like. Where are you going to go? You're going to take her to a nice, uh, now that they're open again, take her to a nice bistro or a wine bar or something? Well, you know, first of all, good sign she wants to meet in the middle of the night. Trust me. As a a serial dater, that's a good sign. Um, Middle of the night. Okay. Yep. And she asked to meet in a warehouse. So I assume that's like warehouse district. But um, in the end, we decided to meet in in, in like a field. Uh, a couple hours out of town. So, wish me luck. Really? That's uh That's a I'm going to say it's a little that's a bit of a different uh, place for a first date. You know, usually you want to well, be in a populated yeah. area in case it doesn't go well, so you can get away, maybe you'd have friends nearby or something. Well, you know, I think based on some of the text, I think there might be a language barrier and so I think she oh, might be European. So? Oh. Yeah, so I think that's maybe just a European thing, you know, like, uh, what, you know, uh, first date. Sound of Music, you know, first date, yeah, you yeah. meet on a field. Do a night. deer, a female. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's mm-hmm. like, I guess, but, their, their culture, their dating culture is to meet for the first time when you don't know each other in an abandoned field a few hours out of town. Okay. Yeah, and I only say that just because, you know, um, yeah, she did some stuff a little bit, a little... Some more unorthodox things, you know. She oh really? She asked me for my like yeah. She asked me for like my banking info. Hmm. And um, that's a bit asked, yeah. It was so no, it's like flirting. Trust me, when you're rich, that's that's how girls flirt. Really, they, they just, just ask give me your you... bank. Oh yeah, but okay. it's flirting. They'll be like, you know, give me your give me your debit card, baby. You know, and you're going, right. uh-uh, you know, give me. Yeah. Can you give me your visa number and the the little three mm-hmm. digit number on the back? She gives me um, money. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Kanye had that right, and he yeah. would make a great president too. Yeah. Um, she, oh yeah, and she also asked me if I could download this program that would allow her to remotely control my computer, which I thought was oh. pretty cute. Really? Uh, yeah, I thought that was kind of cute because you know it's like you know when um you ever been to a golf course? Well, of course no. you haven't. But some of our listeners, you know, when you're at a golf course and and you teach like you know a guy teaches a woman to to swing a golf club or or you know when right. you teach someone to play pool and you kind of get that touchy-feely flirty oh, thing going on. Oh, I yes. think that's where, what she was going for with the with that computer program where she'd be kind of on my computer like, ooh, I'm moving right. your mouse, baby, you know. Mm. So, uh, oh, yeah, and the, uh, and the last thing she, she asked me, which was interesting, too, was my greatest fear, which really long-time listeners of the pod probably know is a rake to the face. Getting yeah. a rake in the face. So 
Anyway, yeah, we're meeting. We're meeting in a couple days. We're meeting in this field, and um, hmm. I am chomping at the bit. So let's put it that way. Well, James, I certainly hope that uh, this is all legitimate. I'm just going to say uh, everything you're telling me. It's setting off some alarm bells in my head. You know. Two different pictures, the language barrier, the asking for banking information, the controlling your computer, and the request to meet in an abandoned field. Um, where is it? North of the city? East, west? I mean, it doesn't even really make a difference, I guess. Uh, I just hope you're safe, and I hope it goes well. You know, not to be a party pooper. You know, Mike, no offense, but th- your opinion is totally the opinion of someone who who doesn't get randomly hit on well, all the time I, I admit that like ma- admit maybe that. for you maybe for you if you get texts like this yeah you know what something's up but when you're me no offense this is not that unusual okay, and they're okay. real it's not that unusual for a real babe to reach out out of nowhere and want a party okay well it relax. must be nice just and- relax okay that's all i'm gonna say i'll relax and i hope um you Make it back in one piece is what I'll say from your date. I hope you make it back in one piece. And I'm sure the listeners hope that too. What, you think she's going to cut me in half? Give me a break, dude. No, I didn't say it's that. It's a date. Yeah. And bring anyway, a rubber, bring so a rubber young man, <laughs> is what I'll, I'll also say. I will not. Anyway. Yeah. How, uh, how are you doing? How was your week? Well, my week was not as uh, mysterious or intriguing as yours, Uh, but because of the intense heat wave we're experiencing here in the GTA, um, me and some buddies got together, put on our swim trunks, and we launched into Sprinkler Crawl 2020. That's right, me and four men from my uh, male choir, we uh, went out uh, and um, we hopped and leaped and skipped and splashed through uh sprinklers around the city i had charted out a route uh for us to take where i had done some reconnaissance and i'd gone around a bunch of neighborhoods and seen which ones have sprinklers and made maps for the guys and we went out as i said in our swim trunks and we just um it was was snaked around the city jumping from sprinkler to sprinkler and and getting wet and then drying off and then, you know, getting soaked again. And uh, we just had a lot of fun. 50 sprinklers in three hours, James. <laughs> so you and your your choir friends. My buds, yeah. All adult men. Yeah. It's a men's you choir. You ran around. You did a sprinkler, sprinkler crawl. Well, it's so darn hot and we don't have a you know a pool i'm too nervous to go you know go for a dip in one of these public pools they're reopening because of the you know concerns about social distancing so uh yeah we decided to make our own wet fun by uh yeah doing a sprinkler crawl and it was really good everyone had a great time yeah were you singing while you were doing the crawl well not the whole time choir we're out for eight hours but yeah for i'd say combined we probably sang for one full hour altogether and um, what did you sing we sang old songs, new songs, um, some church favorites, some Broadway stuff, some standards from the Great American Songbook, and even some rock and pop hits. Um, okay. I mean, so were, were people annoyed that that you were in their front? Like these um, four overall, 30-something men were jumping around overall, singing yeah. Broadway on their lawns? Overall, most I, I would say most sprinkler owners were delighted to see us because it, it was so unexpected. And... You know, there's no live entertainment anymore. You can't go see a movie. You can't go see a concert. So 
we were the next best thing. You know, you're just sitting on your porch. Suddenly, four, you know, nice men in their bathing trunks show up and start leaping around and jumping and singing and splashing. Um, that's you're going <laughs> to react positively to that. The only, hmm, the only, hmm, I'm not even sure I should bring this up, but there was a bit of a, a bad thing happened. Kind of cast mm-hmm. a cloud over the day is one of the guys in my choir. Uh, he's a big guy. He uh, fell on a kid uh, on a lawn because he slipped on the wet grass and he fell on the kid and sort of crushed the kid. And now the kid is in the hospital and the kid is not doing well. But aside from oh, that, no. aside from that, like ninety nine percent of Sprinkler Crawl twenty twenty was just pure fun. Everyone had a nice time, you know. Uh, except for that one kid who got. Um, crushed by my friend so almost so so 99% it was just great fun with these four artsy late 30s men jumping in in strangers sprinklers yes sir but then just the one bad thing that that a kid got crushed one bad thing a kid got crushed because my friend who's uh kind of a bigger guy he wiped out on the wet grass and crushed him but you know as leonard cohen once said there's a crack in everything that's how the light gets in. Nothing is perfect, you know, but 99% of what we did that day was perfect. Wow. And was fun. So, yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know what to say. I mean, that, I mean, I'm just going to be honest. To me, that, that's the lamest thing I've ever heard in my life. Well, but I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to be nicer. You know, we had a comment. We had a, a, a podcast review asking me to be nicer to you. Yes. I'm so, going to try. Yeah. So I'm not going to say what I want to say. Right. And I'm not going to judge you for maybe that? getting tricked by a fake woman. No. Well, again, we'll see who's right next week. We will. Yes. Wow. Well, um, are you going to go visit that kid or anything? Or uh, It's best if we, we're trying to keep a low profile because, oh, I didn't. Uh, I guess I should have mentioned we ran away after the kid got uh, <laughs> got crushed, and uh, we're trying to you know um, yeah. keep our distance and prevent any charges from being laid. Yeah, you know? um, listeners, mm. if if you enjoy hearing about our lives, like you know we've got interesting stories, we're always up to something fun. Uh, please do consider uh booting up your laptop or your desktop. Uh. Or your iPad and going to patreon.com slash landlord tenant and uh, maybe throw us a few bucks, you know? That's right. And, you know, a lot of people uh, are, uh, uh, you know, in stressful... Oh, actually, forget that. That's Can I just delete that? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> sure, let's move on. Uh, sure. <laughs> What uh, a lot of stuff happened in the world this week, Mike. Um, a lot of stuff. There's so much news every that, day. Now you're a news junkie, right? Yes. Yeah. So I mean, I'm curious what caught your eye in the news in the news this past week. Well, off the top, we're, uh, I feel I'm obligated to point out that we are recording this episode on um, it's Tuesday. It is Ringo Starr's 80th birthday today. Of course, oh. Ringo. He was the uh, the percussionist in the group The Beatles. And uh, then he had solo albums. And then he formed his famous Ringo Stars All Star Band, and he's about <laughs> he's uh, he's eighty years old now. Yes. Happy birthday to me! <laughs> I don't know if that is what he sounds like. Sounds good. 
I saw a an image of him tweeted out today, yeah. and it showed Ringo. And my oh my, I couldn't believe he was eighty because his hair is browner than mine. His beard and his and on his head, it's very very dark. It's very dark, very striking, almost unnaturally dark. I mean, it's pretty impressive. For well, eighty years old. It just goes to prove that rocking keeps you young. It it's amazing. Yeah, it really clearly has kept kept him very young because you think of eighty. I think of a very old man. So you? And yet, you look at Ringo, and he's got this dark, dark brown hair. Let me say this. It's amazing. Ringo ain't your mama's old man. Oh. You know, he's the new old man. Um, Aside from Ringo's birthday, there's been some tragic news uh, in Canada over the past week. Uh, James, last week, were you aware that a 46-year-old man who is an active armed forces member uh, crashed the gates of, um, what's it called, Rideau Hall. The, uh, yes, where our prime minister lives. And he had four guns, and he, I think, was on a mission to uh, to murder the prime minister. Yeah, that, that kind of story didn't really get that much coverage, I feel like, and that does seem fairly significant. It seems a bit significant. Hey, if someone, if a... 46-year-old man crashed through my gates and tried to kill me. I'd want to hear about it in the news. Yeah, me you know? too. Um, um, but one of the yeah. interesting things about this guy, his name is Corey Huron. He's from Manitoba. Uh, I'm not sure if he's a listener. Mm. But um, in the wake of his attempted assassination of the prime minister, and just to be clear, uh, the Trudeaus were not home at the time, so everyone's safe and sound. But uh, as... Information was learned about this uh, gunman. It came out that he owns a small business and he uh, makes hey, his a own... small business owner. <laughs> a small business owner. Shout out to small business owners. Uh, he makes his own sausages. In fact, um, one of the things they keep showing a picture of him related to this story. There's a picture of him wearing like a sort of butcher's smock or something, holding up a package of Ring of Fire jalapeno garlic sausages. That is a product Ring- that he makes. Wow, that makes you think of, you know, your butt. I wonder if that's yeah. sort of a lewd reference to to what happens mm. to your butt. Yeah. Wow, he's a sausage guy. That's very cool. So You I'm, wouldn't have thought a sausage guy would, would uh, drive a truck into Rideau Hall and try to assassinate a prime minister. With four loaded guns. Um, yeah. And I'm a little nervous that this episode is going to sort of um, paint all sausage makers with the same mm. brush, if you see what I mean. I think it's important to to uh, to to not just you know lean into that stereotype. You know, it's he not all sausage makers. Yeah, he's one sausage maker who mm-hmm. drove from Manitoba with a truck full of guns and a note that has yet to be released to the public, and uh, attempted to uh, murder the prime minister. But that doesn't mean that all. <laughs> spicy sausage makers <laughs> all want to murder the prime minister right it's important for people to know that it's important for people to know there are people making ring of fire uh, jalapeno sausages or other spicy sausages with names that allude to having pains in your anus when you go to the bathroom who are good people Absolutely. who are normal people who are not renting a car and driving to Rideau Hall with a truck full of guns. There's loads There's... of sausage makers like that. It's pretty interesting. I mean, uh, to, to, of all the people to want to assassinate, you know, it's not like, 
you know, I don't, does anyone even think Trudeau is so great? Like, I mean, I think at best people are kind of like, yeah, he's all right. Well, has I he, mean, yeah. is he, it's interesting how he could be divisive enough to be willing to go to jail for the rest of your life to assassinate him because he's <laughs> kind of, seems kind of milquetoast to me, but. Did he pass any legislation against sausages or the sausage community? Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Did he like pass a bill that like, you know, sausages are not delicious or something. And this guy was like, Trudeau must go. Uh, I did read that this sausage man, uh, people have been combing through his social media posts and he, he was a QAnon guy. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. And, uh, Does QAnon think anything about Canada? Has it said anything about Canada? You know, you wouldn't think QAnon would even care about Canada, but um, I guess, mm. you know, like everything else, us Canadians, we try and emulate our brothers and sisters down south, and I guess this guy was doing some sort of Canadian Q stuff. Like uh, like those yellow vest people. It's all sort of like conspiracy stuff. Uh, who are the yellow vests? They're a group of uh, Albertans or prairie people who, uh, <laughs> mostly men, mostly men for some reason, who... Mm-hmm. Uh, their caravan drove from the prairies to Ottawa and they wanted to hang the prime minister and uh, make it legal to, I don't know, buy a, a bazooka or something. I have no idea. <laughs> they want to drink like gasoline, I think. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we want to be able to drink gasoline, Trudeau. It's our right, wow. says Canadians, to drink fucking crude oil. <laughs> How about that? Wow. Yeah. So well, that is quite a story. Thoughts Jeez. and prayers for uh, both Prime Minister Trudeau and to this uh, wayward sausage maker. <laughs> and to sausage makers everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Uh, um, if you need well, help. that is something else. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what else is going on? I saw um, a guy who I actually do know a little bit personally. Um, and I'm very good friends with his sons, um, unfortunately has come down with, uh, with coronavirus. Oh, I'm so and, sorry to uh, hear. of course, we're ta- yeah, we're talking about, of course, uh, Jair Bolsonaro, the president of Brazil, apparently. Yes. Yeah. He's got, uh, got the, my corona. Um. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. You should do, um. Musical. Like a parody. Weird Al sort of. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, Weird Al's working on that one. Yeah. Um, I think I might have Corona. Um, <laughs> I know it's, it's really weird because, um, Bolsonaro was doing a really good job not getting the virus just by kind of like basically out, outmanning the virus, outmasculining the virus, you know, well, just he, be, you know, being alpha in the virus's face. And it, he was able to yeah. hold it off a long time doing that. But unfortunately, yeah, this stupid little virus uh, snuck in there. So he said Probably that he was, would never sleeping. get it because he had the constitution of an athlete. Um, but mm-hmm. but now that Which he's he now that he's tested positive, I'm wondering is is being an athlete enough? It's got me worried because I I'm I'm an athlete. I'm I, ripped as hell. I know, I know. And I've assumed that's I'm strong enough to to fight off the virus. Um, but now that Bolsonaro's got it, I mean, he's kind of the ultimate top dog, alpha male, yeah. you know, perfect body, you perfect know, body, healthy looking guy, face, yeah. healthy, um, women love him. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going, Oh, maybe there's something to this mask thing. I don't know. 
Well, it's sad that he won't be able to, you know, hit the beach in Brazil this summer now because he's going to have, know. you know, have to be in the hospital. Um, he seems to love being in the hospital. Uh, now that I think about it, there are all these pictures <laughs> of him online in the hospital. I think when he ran for leader of Brazil, he spent some time in the hospital because um, he got stabbed uh, at some sort of campaign event and nearly died. Uh, so yeah, yeah. He, they must be like, oh, you know, here comes Jair again, and he's wheeled it's in like on a gurney, he, and he's like, I'll have yeah. the usual. You know? Well, remember in that show Cheers when Norm came in? Oh, of course. That's like how it is when Bolsonaro goes <laughs> into the hospital. Imagine if they did a Brazilian, um, you know, if they franchised Cheers, and they did a Brazilian ah. version, and yeah, and as Norm, Jair Bolsonaro, sometimes you wanna go. Where everybody knows your name, Jair. Oh, that's good. You know, I'm just making there's it a, up off the top of my head. No, that was really good. Yeah, there's a there's a Cliff Clavin. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, well, uh, you know, the, there's actually more rainforest than we even need. It's They're a real right wing, far right cheers. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy! Uh, imagine imagine Brazilian Fraser, right? Ooh, and he's he's doing okay. conversion therapy, and he's doing all sorts of uh, despicable <laughs> stuff. Uh, <laughs> um, well, shall we take a break and come back with our guest? Sure. Welcome back to the show, everybody. This week is a big week for us, isn't it, James? Because we have our first ever international guest joining us through uh, Zoom, not Skype, this week. This week, we decided to to try something a little bit different. She's joining us from uh, England. She is a podcaster, a stand-up, a musical singer. Uh, she has done shows at the Edinburgh Festival, and she's a bit of an activist as well. We'll talk about that. Please welcome <laughs> to the show, Suze Kempner. Hey, Suze. Hello. Hi, Eat the Rich. Uh-oh. There you go. <laughs> Some of the activism. Hi, Suze. Thanks Hi. so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me in your, um, your wonderful <laughs> podcast where you two have found common ground, I guess. It's an ongoing. I mean, it's an uphill would battle. Would you say we have? Yeah, not really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've spent a lot of time. I mean, that's the end goal. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think when we find common ground, I think that's the last episode. Oh, really? It's like that. Okay. And there's a there's a suicide pact that we will um, carry <clears throat> out on that final episode. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's good to know. Um, so, Suze, I, if you noticed, yeah. I said you were joining us from England, but I did England's a big place, but I didn't say where in England, because I was going to yeah. say London, but it's, I would have been incorrect. Mm-hmm. That's true. I'm from an hour outside the centre of London in a town called Hawley, and it's really near. If you've ever flown into England, you may have flown into Gatwick Airport. Well, mm-hmm. that's five minutes down the road from me. Okay. Yeah, that must so be so exciting. Ways, <clears throat> yes, it is. Every time I go <laughs> past, I imagine what it would be like to be dropped off there to go to fly off to Hollywood. Because <laughs> I would fly from there. I'd insist. So if you have family or friends coming in, they all assume you can pick them up. Yes, it's, and it's difficult to because they don't like you if you want to park there. 
that's mm-hmm. 20 pounds minimum so you have to pick them up on the ramp but if they're not there the security move you on and uh it's genuinely a lot of jeopardy <laughs> involved in collecting a relative they should just get rid of airport security to make it easier to uh to drive into an airport and just hang out yes and pick i up agree people. i should they should let me park there whenever i want i live here <laughs> well i I, just... I think i've flown out of gatwick but never in isn't that mm-hmm. interesting how about you james that is very interesting. <clears throat> I've done both. I've 100% done both. Okay. And, and you know what? I love Gatwick. If yeah. there was like a London airport ranking, Gatwick's number one, right? It's just, Heathrow, it's got just bottom. the right amount of M&S. <laughs> it's very right. easy. Also, if you ever want dropping off there, I've got no problem with that. There's no jeopardy involved. But if you right. want picking up and you hear me go... <sighs> Then you'll know why. Well, you know, we are, as Canadians, we are allowed, I believe, to travel to the UK and the EU. Americans are not allowed to right now for some reason. (laughs) Is that correct? I just don't think anyone should come. Don't come here. We have the highest um, (laughs) contagion rate per capita in the world. Really? Yeah, and Boris Johnson's proud of it. I, I feel like he's actually proud of it. I think he's like, we're, we're, he keeps saying we're world-beating, and that's the only thing we're world-beating at. So. <laughs> what, was it, it started that England was going to do herd immunity, right? Yeah. And then they were like, oh. Yeah, oh, oh no, maybe we shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So, and didn't, so, so you're, yeah, go ahead, Mike. I was going to say, Boris Johnson, as I, I sort of glanced at the news, He's in trouble because he yelled at old people, or he yelled at not maybe uh, he yelled at people running uh, old people like care homes for for not curing coronavirus. (laughs) Yes, basically, he said it's oh, this is your fault. What happened was because they were like because sorry, but I'm an activist, and because the NHS (laughs) is stretched to breaking point. Anyway, I should stop laughing while I say that, but I think it's funny because we're so shit and um, they they went oh if we have everyone has coronavirus the hospitals will be overwhelmed so what we'll do is anyone who's quite ill we'll just put them in care homes for a bit so they did that and then 20,000 people in care homes died of coronavirus including staff and Boris Johnson went oh nice one care homes (laughs) (laughs) so that's what happened there yeah man Classic is this bully. good for your podcast? Yeah, he is. Isn't yeah, he? yeah. <laughs> is this good? I think it's good. Is this good for your funny podcast? Yeah. You started off, came in strong, talking about twenty thousand dead. But to be fair, I prompted you. Um, here's a maybe a slightly uh, nicer uh, piece of news from your part of the world. I also saw in the news that today, in front of Ten Downing Street, there was a protest of. Uh, Britain's circus workers who were protesting dressed up in full circus regalia. So it was like women in sparkly uh, outfits. Very revealing. Uh, There was a juggler, (laughs) somberly juggling. And I guess they were, they want some sort of government relief or else the, the, you know, the vital circus industry could, could disappear forever. Oh God. I I didn't see this and I wish I did. That's so, that's perfect. Basically, yeah. Our uh, chancellor Rishi Sunak has said, "Hey, arts, we finally we've listened because uh, we've been going for three months. Look after us because we're very selfish artists, aren't we?" And um, <laughs> he he's gone. Ah, prepare to say thanks. We're going to give one point five billion 
rescue package for the arts. And everyone went like, oh, fantastic, except me, because I went, yeah, but <laughs> I know there'll be a catch. And the catch seems to be that most of it's going on like mending castles and stuff. Like I saw so Andrew Lloyd what? Webber is like, was like, this is great. <laughs> yeah. So he's going to get like a new piano or something, which is... He yeah. <laughs> Andrew Lloyd <clears throat> Webber, who could give away... 90% of his fortune and still have 100 million pounds. So, you know. <laughs> oh, um, my God. Yeah, he could have done a care package or something. But instead he went, hey, guys, I'm going to, for one night, let you watch Phantom for free from this live stream. And I was like, oh, thank you. So, yeah, everyone's annoyed because it turns out they're just going to, like, rebuild castles and stuff and look after <clears throat> nice old heritage sites that people like Rishi Sunak like visiting, I guess. So all the stand-up comedians are like, I'm very disappointed. I went, well, I didn't, I don't think we were top of the list. Maybe <laughs> an open mic workers. night should get you like... You're going to get Twitch, yeah. Twitch streamers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A new microphone where's for my, everybody. Where's my, where's my, <laughs> I want a hundred thousand pounds. Where is it? I, maybe uh. I'll start doing that. Because 1.5 billion sounds like a lot. Yes. I mean, I could see how people were excited. Oh. But that buys you like ten comedy clubs. <laughs> no, a thousand comedy clubs. <clears throat> yeah. I'm not very good at maths. I'm an artist and an activist. Um, <laughs> but you could buy a thousand comedy clubs that are really nice. So, but no castles yeah. would be yeah. rebuilt. Man, it, it's funny. Like in <laughs> in America and the UK, there's like a tradition of like the best, the most, the most like highly regarded comedians in America come from like Harvard, and in the UK, it's like um, Oxford and Cambridge. In Canada, there's really no yeah. equivalent of that. It's like it truly is just the dumbest mm. people in the country. <laughs> <laughs> Does everyone else leave? Is that what happened? Or they just yeah, maybe. Yeah. I feel like there is no intellectual elite here, really. Oh, that right? must be so nice. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, not that I'm just Margaret oh. Atwood. I don't know. Margaret oh, Atwood, Margaret yeah. Atwood. Yeah, the famous stand-up yeah. comedian, Margaret Atwood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like when Margaret Atwood got into stand-up, she stayed here. She does, you know, That's she good. did a friend show. But she wrote The Handmaid's Tale to be set in America. So that's what, right. What and she, they escaped to Canada. What, what's she trying to prove? I only found out she was Canadian today because <laughs> somebody, oh, somebody said she was. Someone said, um, someone compared her to J.K. Rowling because she Margaret Atwood thinks trans women are women, and J.K. Rowling thinks that they're going to eat her kids. <laughs> and she and someone said, oh, something about their politics. And I bet Margaret Atwood isn't like. They said, I bet Margaret Atwood's not a Bernie Sanders voter. And then someone went, eh, she's Canadian, actually. <laughs> so <laughs> it was, a, it was a, a quite a boring conversation that I've recounted for you. <laughs> Sorry. No, I love it. Okay. That could... actually was a perfect sort of Twitter yeah. pointless <laughs> yeah. argument that people spent time on. Is I put that... the tone of voice on everyone. Could that be the basis for when, it, when live performance comes back? Could that be the departure point for an edinburgh show about how you learned Ooh. one day very quickly that margaret atwood wasn't american <laughs> I, i've done shows built on less so. <laughs> we've so, keep doing also, them every year there's no equivalent also uh of the edinburgh fest in canada i guess there's like just for laughs but that's just a really? week but there's no kind of thing where everyone goes to oh. a city and does a show every day for a month um, 
Okay. Do you miss Edinburgh? Oh, we it's... have Fringe Fest, but they're not cool. Okay, because it's like here, it's the biggest thing ever, if you like. Right. Yeah, just for laughs. I'm going out to see Just for Laughs. That's like the biggest thing. And, uh, and you go, oh, they're going out to Just for Laughs. <laughs> That's how I react. I go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting if someone's going out. But I suppose if you're there, it's like, well, I could do, you could do a small room, couldn't you? At just for laughs. Although if it's only a week, is there big demand? Well, you have to you have to be invited. Like, there's no real like um oh. thing where like everyone just goes and brings their their show to Montreal. Uh, you have to be invited after like ah. showcasing. So it's it's like uh, just the right. elite, you know, the best of the best. <laughs> okay. Is is that how Edinburgh works? You can you can you can just go. Oh, like people <laughs> actively go despite all evidence suggesting they shouldn't. <laughs> I see. Oh, my God. I didn't go, I didn't do Edinburgh until I'd been doing comedy five and a half, nearly six years. Hang on. Five years. I've been doing comedy five years when I went to Edinburgh. And some people, they're like, they want to go in their first year. And they go, it's great. I've been given a room. It's a 200-seater at <laughs> half one in the morning. And you go, oh, you go, you're about to spend... Like three thousand pounds minimum, because if their room's free, they've still got to pay for their accommodation and travel and everything, and it's so expensive. So it's like you're going to go up there and have the most awful month of your life. And I wish I could tell you not to go, but you can't because they go. No, I swear it's going to be great. It's a wow. two. It's a two hundred seat room. What if I fill it every day? And you go, yeah. Oh, you won't. <laughs> well i like i would say 80 at least 80 or 90 percent of comedians are for sure delusional oh so hello. i could imagine this opportunity to have like you can just go yeah like it would be insane there must be so many horrible shows oh yeah like i don't like oh it's a terrible thing to do to go yeah the and let me tell you about them but because <laughs> I've done like I've done some shows when you die on your ass in Edinburgh. You always have a couple mm -hmm. of shows in the run where it's like <laughs> Ooh, tough crowd, <laughs> and, and usually when like some industries right at the front going. But at the end of the day, I've, you also have some good ones. <laughs> so, but you like <laughs> I've seen I've seen some, some real awful thing i've seen like comedians lose it with the audience because they're not laughing and go i saw a guy oh this three years ago i saw i went to see it because i was just in the vicinity and he went come in come in and i went why not i can sit and smile for an hour and i mm -hmm. like i could but no one else was and <laughs> he he eventually just put the mic down and went oh i don't do you want me to stop do you want me to fucking stop and I oh. and no one said anything. And I went, <laughs> keep going. And he went, what's the f what's the fucking point? And he went at me, what's the fucking point though? And I went, just just get to the end of the show. <laughs> and then I'm, but I'd been doing really loud performative laughing, and it was really obvious it was just me going ha 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 to encourage him. Yeah, oh. it was awful, and I've never heard from him again or anything. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't think he knew who I was or anything. I'm not like, oh, he was so graced with me, but like, I've never come across him again. <laughs> oh my god, well, Suze, can I? I think he that's gave a real a move. Like, sorry, I was just gonna say, like, I feel like if you're at a comedy show and it's really bad, you almost have to make a choice 
Am I going to fake laugh or not? I had you know? to. There were six of us. I had to. Yeah. I've, I've absolutely <laughs> fake laughed. Especially yeah. if it's like, if you maybe you kind of know the person or or it's just it's just making it less awkward for you in yeah. the audience. I, if someone I, I thought, is laughing. I thought it would be nice for him to have one person <laughs> laughing. Yeah. But it's worse, isn't it? It'd be better if I just smiled and nodded. But I was going, ha. <sighs> And it was bad. It was really awful. Maybe he thought you were being he sarcastic. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, maybe. I t- and my laugh is quite a lot as well. So I don't know. He kept showing footage. He kept showing footage of the 2012 London Olympics opening ceremony and then dancing. Oh. And every time he did it, I tried to clap a lot. But it was it was very painful, but it was more painful when he went, oh, like, what? Should you want me to fucking stop? Oh, Didn't man. you see how I danced? Hard to come back from that. <laughs> he kept doing it as well. And then by the fourth time he was doing it, I could see that he'd gone, oh, now I have to dance for these so, fuckers again. Because well, when, when we yell that in the podcast, Mike, you just edit it out. Yes. <laughs> At least three or four times each recording, yeah. What is the point? <laughs> so have, how have you guys been getting along as a landlord and tenant oh. in your podcast well you know well we we social distanced together in the same apartment sure but we wanted to be really careful so so i had sort of the the living room the kitchen the balcony mm-hmm. and okay. mike uh stayed in the bathroom yeah oh okay so you're quite nice sharing the yeah. rooms. Yeah, James would leave. How did yeah. you? We had some bumps. Yeah. James would leave my meals <laughs> yeah. uh, under the bathroom door, and we rigged up a pretty ingenious right. system for him to relieve himself. That involved a standard yeah. garden hose, and a he would ring a bell whenever he uh, needed to use it, <laughs> and I would put my end of the hose into the toilet. <clears throat> um, yeah. Oh, so how, was it quite a wide hose? No, nope, standard hose. I was a no- I mean, normal for standard. Just I mean, yeah, actually, now that I think about it, it was pretty wide. For, so- yeah. for solid waste, I mean. Oh. I wasn't being, I wasn't, that wasn't a flirtatious. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I mean, yeah. I, I was. Mean, or maybe in it Canada, was. In Canada, we have much wider hoses, I think. Ah, because we're a big, wide, expansive country. Yeah, big hose. Yes. Makes for big. Yeah, you need a wider hose, more, more wa- area for the wider A hose though. that you can fit any size solid waste down. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. How how did you get food under the bathroom door? Was it like Pop Tarts? Yeah, we mostly had to do a flat food diet for Mike. So a lot of crepes. Uh, Luckily, that's my favorite. Pizzas. So, yeah. Okay. Are you, but no filling. No. Unless well, you, no. Unless no. you just, fill it, set fill well, it with some a, jam, butter. What you yeah. just smear that under the door as well? Yeah, that would be the downside. Yeah, and some ham slices, eh, Mike? Oh, of course. Yeah, my hand Do you have Bertie Bear? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm getting a phone call. I better hang up on it. Go away. There we go. I, I hung up. I hung up. I, like, I've got too much to do. He's calling again. Wait, did you ask, do we have Bertie Bear? Yeah, I'll just say, hello, sorry, Richard. I'm just in the middle of recording a podcast. <laughs> oh, That's boy. all right. Bye. But I was, I was happy to see you were flossing your teeth, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh brilliant thank you bye he's sorry it's my it's this right, composer Suze. i work with and he's 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 rung before and like i'm like i know your house you're definitely pissing at the moment. but you've just he's holding his phone in one 
Anyway, Bertie Bear. Do you have Bertie Bear? No. I don't think We have so. Paddington and we have uh, well, oh, all sorts of other bears. He's better. But not, yeah. But Bertie Bear, like, again, I feel like I've taken you down a cul-de-sac. This no. is not interesting. He's a, a, a <laughs> ham that is the shape of a bear's face. And it's got different what? colored ham to pick out his bear features. He's a Bertie bear's bear. head. this up. Bertie yeah, Bear, and I'm amazed it's only here if it is, because... Bertie Bear. I've definitely seen, like, a baloney, like, baloney that's multicolored. It's that. It's baloney, but we don't call it that. We call it <sighs> Bertie Bear. <laughs> I'm looking up Bertie Bear. All right. Oh, wait, well, I is just it see... Billy Bear? Oh. Oh, you know what? Maybe in Canada it's Billy Bear. I don't... What's wrong with Bertie Bear? <laughs> I well, I when I search Bertie Bear Ham and a lot of things for Billy Bear came Billy up. Bear. Oh, I don't like this at all. Player. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> There's some creepy clown faces. Oh, wow. Hey, Anna Kempner's back. She's my landlord. Oh. oh. My mu- mum. Mother? Just say hello very briefly, but don't take over. <laughs> oh, she did a, she did a dad oh. joke to make up for no dad. Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, this is the most action-packed joke. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Good. Uh, have you ever been to the Edinburgh Fringe? Not me. No. You never, you never did it? No. Oh, well, it's... We it, know, we have a couple of friends who have. Mark yeah. Forward. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Um, who else? May Martin. I feel like there's more cool things like that. Who? May, May Martin. She's yeah. she's from Toronto, isn't she? Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, good. We're we're making ground. <laughs> we can find. Sue, can I ask you a finding question? Finding all the people. Sure. We're, we're talking about things like Edinburgh. We're talking about um, yeah. uh, Bertie Bear, which I had no idea about. Here's something that James. <laughs> I'm worried. I got his name wrong. Oh, <laughs> and James uh, <laughs> reminded me, or he didn't remind me, he informed me recently of a show that I had never heard of that may- I wanted to ask you about. Maybe you know about it. Maybe not. It was okay. described as a ripoff of Mr. Bean in the 90s called The Baldy Man. <laughs> Are you familiar with the show or the character <laughs> The Baldy Man? That is, that is like being like... It's like you've, I was asleep and you had a bucket of water and you went, oh, that's how hard that hit me in the face. I haven't thought about the baldy man since it was on. I, the bald, yeah, the baldy man. So it James told me about it because man. like James is, I guess you, you saw the baldy man on trips to the, to the UK, James, or. No, it was on TV over here. <laughs> my parents, my my parents are British what? and Irish, oh, so I I watched all that kind of stuff. Why were and they showing on, like, you that? Yeah, Baldy Man was on in Canada. 100%, I hope Mike. I hope it was a gift to Canadian television because it was. Oh, it was. Awful. I think it was. I mean, it made a big impact. <laughs> now here's on the me. thing: it seemed just like a psychotic Mister yeah. Bean, and he was he was always being caught nearly naked somewhere, and it, he was <laughs> he was overweight and bald, and he'd be like. Someone would open a toilet door yeah, and he'd be in there naked. And and he's... Like... <laughs> he was a sex pest. And cover his head. And... <laughs> yeah, but he didn't mean to be. Well, the thing is, <laughs> he, it, it is ahead. like if you watch it, and I went to the Wikipedia and it did air the show The Baldy Man after Mr. Bean had aired. <laughs> 
And it is, it seems in every Sometimes. way inferior. It looks disgusting. Everyone does this like <laughs> voice far too much. Yeah. But mm. when I tweeted about it, <laughs> someone from the UK responded and said, actually, the Baldy Man was around before Mr. Bean as like a segment on a sketch show. Uh, but then they gave him his own series really? after Mr. Bean blew up. <laughs> Wait, hang on. <laughs> was he on the sketch show called Zap? <laughs> was it called Zap? Um, oh, it can't have been. Zap was a children's sketch show f- for for deaf kids. <laughs> so, it was very. So they gave them the Baldy Man, but it was. But we could all watch it. Yeah, I guess so because it because it didn't involve any dialogue. Right. But it was oh, like my. I remember. I remember making fun of Zap at school. <laughs> Because I was like, it's shit. And I was eight. And I knew what I liked. And someone went, um, it's for deaf children. And you're not deaf, so it's not for you. <laughs> why, was oh, I be- why was I being like, treated like Twitter in 1993? That's what that's like. Yeah, it's I got cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because Mr. Bean, you know, it's like everyone's sort of normal. But Mr. Bean is a bit like, oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. But then in Baldy Man, the entire world is everyone being like, like everyone is yeah. insane. Yeah. It's really weird. And, and he hates everybody, doesn't he? If I remember yeah. rightly, he hates everyone and he just and he's a pervert. Like, hates everything that happens to him. He's a creep. I watched one. <laughs> but accidentally every time. <laughs> I watched uh, the beginning of one yesterday to do some pre- preparation for this recording. And uh, sure. he was in a cafe. And he was uh, taking off his shoes, then his sock, and then like rubbing his f- foot and taking like little pieces of <laughs> junk out from between his toes. And then it cuts to Aww. two women who are also in the cafe looking at him going. <laughs> <laughs> and then he has trouble pouring the tea. Imagine. <clears throat> okay, well, he is bald. <laughs> it's just. What a stupid show. I like um I remember not liking it as a child. Mm. I remember not enjoying it, but when there's no nothing else on, you watch it. Like I used to always watch the adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon, and I didn't like it when I was nine, but what was I gonna do? Not watch it. No choice. <laughs> so I think that's how I treated the baldy man. <laughs> I see that it was a sketch on a show called Naked Video, if that rings a bell. <laughs> the baldy man. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, God. Okay. It would have been weird if baldy man was on Zap, actually, because it was for children. <laughs> Naked Video. I do remember this. It was like the cheapest, most lowbrow thing. Yeah. Oh, God, imagine how bad Naked Video was that the big success story was. The Baldy Man. (laughs) And the Baldy Man's not a gifted physical comedian in the way that Rowan Atkinson is at all. He's very, like, he's not convincing. He's not an everyman. No, he just, he's just annoyed. He, um, yeah, the actor, I believe, is also, he's famous from a Scottish sitcom called Rabsy Nesbitt. Gregor Fisher? That's what he's... Gregor Fisher? His name? That's him, is it? Gregor Fisher. Yeah, my... Sorry, uh, Wikipedia. 
<laughs> she went, mm. The baldy man Wikipedia entry <laughs> um, is getting yeah, slammed he... right now as we record. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> mum, can you take your headphones out and stop watching the baldy man? I need to ask you a question. <laughs> he, Yeah, he's famous for being the lead in this Scottish sitcom where he plays a horrible Scottish man who's always taking his clothes off. I think maybe it's he just always wants to take his clothes off. Wow. <laughs> he is kind of a big, fat, swarthy guy, and it, yeah. it it is, you know, it gets a reaction when he gets naked. Yes, it does, from man. viewers and co-stars. I wonder co-stars if the baldy alike. man is implicated yeah. in the Epstein uh, stuff, like if he was on those flights. <laughs> oh, that's a great question. He, he, was, he was in well, the black book. You know book. what? When I was searching through photos of the baldy man, there was, there was um, Ghislaine Maxwell yeah. was definitely in at least a couple photos with, with him. <laughs> with the baldy man. So, you know... <laughs> We could have just been at the same party, but he was on that. What did they call it? Pedophile Airways. Yeah. He, the... <laughs> oh no, they call it Pedophile Airline. Oh, Pedophile. <laughs> or Pedophile Island. Maybe the plane didn't have a special pedophile. <laughs> that was the dead giveaway. I don't think Jeffrey Epstein called it that. By the That'd way, be a, yeah, that would be such a giveaway. <laughs> All aboard, yeah. Pedophile. Why didn't we Why just call getting... it <laughs> Naomi Campbell? Like, I didn't know. Right. Just, I thought it was just a name. I wonder if that yeah, was maybe just... the baldy man was on. He flew twenty six times, like Clinton. Yeah, <laughs> he only. Yeah, I think he only flew like eighteen times. So <laughs> okay. it's not quite like and Bill Clinton. He, there were whatever. a lot of like Epstein at the time was producing a lot of sketch comedy. <laughs> yeah, so it was conversations. And more, isn't it yeah. a little weird that the baldy man died under such mysterious circumstances? <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, we, yeah, because they said it was a suicide, right? They did. They, <laughs> they said, said he. <laughs> they said he mimed a suicide. <laughs> he said he couldn't he stand some, being bald he any made, longer. Uh, a group of. Uh, yeah, that was it. Well, he was at a bus stop near a bunch of children, and um, <laughs> you know, a dog ran past him with a string of sausages, and they were his sausages, and he was angry, and the kids made fun of him, and so he went. He just went. I I don't have to be here. And he threw himself <laughs> in front of a bus. But it was like... Yeah, he went... Yeah, he said it with his eyes. Yeah. He didn't vocalise it. It's the beauty of his performance. <laughs> I love that. You didn't... You, you realised, because I was a child, so like I must have known, but I wouldn't know how to voice it, that, yeah, he's not good at physical comedy. Like, Mr Bean existed so that Rowan Atkinson could showcase going... <laughs> I'm, I can't do it. You're like being really it's not good as at easy that. as it looks. But yeah, uh, Gregor Fisher, not not good at it. He must I'm have been so pissed off when Mr. Bean blew up, and he was like, "I I I was doing th- the same thing before," <laughs> and everyone was like, "No, you weren't." You know, it's like it's not about who did it first; it's about who did it better, Gregor. <laughs> now shine up that head and fall over a <laughs> carton of something. <laughs> the oh. man. Oh, that's. I usually I'm the person making people think about stuff they haven't thought about in 25 years. So it's nice <laughs> to have it brought back on me. I like people it. Turned. Yeah, I like it. I I think people should be more grateful when I do it. <laughs> um, speaking of Epstein, the yeah. The- Prince Andrew's stuff's pretty wild. Oh yeah, I, I is think... he like a is he considered like the lo- has he always been considered the, considered the loser <laughs> the of loser the royal, royal family basically? Yeah, that's imagine being the loser royal as well. <laughs> like 
It's like being uh, the worst British gymnast in the 90s. <laughs> we were bad at gymnastics in the 90s. Sorry, I've been reading about that. And um, yeah, he is a joke. He's right. more of a joke than Prince Edward, who briefly had a foray in television producing. What? Oh, I didn't even know there was a Prince Edward. Yeah, he's the youngest. What did he produce? <laughs> I'm looking him up. Did he make the, the Baldy Man? <laughs> he produced... <laughs> the wow, I've never is... seen this guy. Baldy Man was very much his brainchild. <laughs> a darker reboot, <laughs> very produced... gritty of the Baldy Man. Yeah, yeah. It, um, it starred a man who can't sweat, played <laughs> by his own brother. <laughs> he produced something called It's a Royal Knockout, because we had a show here called It's a Knockout. <laughs> where members of the public dressed up in really big costumes, you know, when like the head is in the chest of a costume and then the, and then of course. the head would look through and then a big, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's universal. And they would run around and like attack each other and stuff. So he did It's a Royal Knockout with members of the royal family <laughs> dressed in these. Did the queen do it? <laughs> Princess Anne was one. No, the queen didn't partake. <laughs> uh, she had more sense. Uh, Princess Anne did it. Who else did it, Mum? Come on. Fergie, Fergie did it. <laughs> oh. Mum knew that before I got to the end of my sentence as well. Fergie, Fergie ran around in one of those costumes. Yeah, and it was It's a Royal Knockout, and that was like a national joke. Why did he do that? Wow. And then Prince Andrew, he's like, thanks, <laughs> thanks mate. That's taken the, taken the heat <laughs> off me for doing It's a Royal Knockout. <laughs> I've never, I've never looked at Prince Edward before, but you know who he looks like to me? A little remember, thin um, baldy man. Yeah. Well, yes. But he also remember, remember Groundhog Day? Yeah. You know the actor who's like keeps bumping into Bill Murray. He's oh, kind and of the he punches bald. him. Yes. Yeah. He looks like a, a version of that guy, but low rent of that guy somehow. <laughs> like if that guy sniffed glue or something. Okay. He looks. Yeah. If you put, I've never, genuinely never seen Prince Edward before, but oh. if you put him in like overalls or something, mm -hmm. like he looks like a guy you'd see in like, like a deliverance or something like yeah. going in a oh, yeah. he's, jug. He, he seems pretty, um, f considering he, like he had the sense to give up TV production very fast <laughs> and then he just kind of left, left everything for a while. He's kept very quiet and his marriage hasn't disintegrated. And he's probably wow. like the success story of the royals. Just by being rich. And yeah. And not being. Absolutely. Not, yeah. Do you know Prince yeah. Andrew's the queen's favorite? Is wow. he? Yeah. Do you think that's still what? the case? He's not even the youngest. Because he hasn't he sort of been like, he Hope hasn't he been invited to <laughs> like royal events or like been seen in public with the rest of the family. Do you think he just like travels behind them in like a, yeah, in a I case mean, or something or a wagon covered? Like a Skoda yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> like the Oregon Trail. He's like, in Oregon Trail, he's got dysentery and they just put him on the thing at the back. Um, he he uh, very quickly after he did his disastrous Newsnight interview, which I recommend watching because right. for an accused paedophile, it's funny. Um, he, he went, they, they put a statement out, the palace put a statement out saying, Prince Andrew will not be doing any more royal duties. And it was like, it was very loaded. <laughs> Is that the interview where he claimed he couldn't sweat? I'm just looking through. Yeah, he, they said, because they said, oh, the testimony of the girl who you assaulted, she, who you allegedly assaulted, she said you were slobbering over her and her, your sweat was raining down. He went, ah, 
I tell you what, that's a lie because I can't sweat. And it it was amazing. It wasn't even the worst bit of that interview though because the other thing he said was, well, I can't have been in the nightclub on that day because I know where I was. I was in Pizza Express, which is like a, just a crap pizza place here. And the, and but that nightclub's open till four in the morning and Pizza Express isn't. And it was, he went, and I'd remember that because I'm not there very often, am I? <laughs> In Pizza Express. <laughs> so, yeah, you're making, oh, yourself, you're making yourself look amazing. I'm just looking through this. I mean, maybe this is a really common observation and I'm just not aware of it. But I was just looking through Prince Edward photos, as you knew. <laughs> just and, pictures of him. Hang on, because like he looks like a real goof. Yeah. As an older man. Yeah. He was like a hot guy when he was young. He, is this the thing with the royal family? Because like, it's happening to Prince William too, right? He was yeah. a stud and then he gets weirder as he looks it looks weirder as he gets the older. The only one who's escaped it is Harry, who yeah. just gets cooler. <laughs> he, but all, but the, he yeah, started all the with, others seem to go from <clears throat> stud to anti-stud. Yeah. Like, you, you look at Prince Charles and you can't believe he ran around on Diana so much. Yeah. Yeah, so, really? He should have been grateful. Uh, uh, mate? Yeah. Although he probably just wanted to marry Camilla. And there's probably a sad story there. If Look, mum's nodding. Mum feels very sorry for him. <laughs> yeah, why would, what, what does he see in Camilla? I don't know. I think she just went out with him first and he's like, uh, I think he never got over the fact that she dumped him. And now I bet like if she goes out to the shops, he's like, where are you going? Oh, she dumped him originally? Is your phone on? Like you got years your phone ago? On? Is it fully charged? Yeah, she she dumped him. They'd been seeing each other for about a year and he was told, you can't marry her. She's a good time girl. And so <laughs> he was sort of made, she, and then she, he was like, no, I really want to. And then she went, I'm going to go back to my ex. It's like posh Stenders. Wow. She just went back, she went back to Andrew Parker Bowles. Oh, and boy. then, wow. I don't know why though. because That's a huge power move to dump a prince. Yeah. I think he wasn't allowed to marry her, or I find all that ridiculous and just just go and marry them. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, who the fuck cares? Marry whoever you want, even if they don't want it. Yeah, that's how, that's how I feel Charles. too. Just do- <laughs> um, is it true, Suze, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, that pubs and bars are fun, first of all, but also... They all reopened in England on Saturday, and it didn't didn't go well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, I don't know what the Canadian death rate is currently, and uh, you know I don't want to pry, but I bet it's lower than ours. Which, after over three months of lockdown, is still in between one and two hundred per day, and hasn't gone down. And Boris Johnson went, uh. It's your patriotic duty to go and have a pint. Well, all those deaths so, would make wow. anyone thirsty, right? Absolutely. It's a salty old, uh, it's a salty old thing we're going through. So got to <laughs> quench it. Yeah. So the pub's open mm. at six in the morning. And I don't know if you, I don't know what you've heard about the Brits and drinking, but we're really good at it. We can drink a lot. And, uh, and if we collapse, it doesn't stop us doing it again. <laughs> possibly days later so yeah lots lots of scenes of people passed out in train stations at like one in the afternoon like with sick around them um and it the idea was like look the pubs are going to open but everyone's going to be responsible and social distance you're like yeah what after 10 pints of course they are (laughs) so the streets of soho in london were like 
it, it was like there was a protest happening, but everyone was drunk and not wearing masks. They were like, no oh, social. There were like, man. there were like reports that we saw that it was like, uh, naked men and people pissing and shitting all over England, <laughs> like yeah. in the streets. That's, this is how we're seen. Yeah, yeah. So the pubs. I went past a pub because I was. I had to rehearse at someone's uh, for something, and we did social distance, even though there were only two of us. And um, then we w- walked to the shop to get some crisps, and we walked past his local and sort of peered in, and. Both inside and outside, it was like they were playing sardines. So they were all just like <laughs> shoulder to shoulder. And there's a pub in a, a town in sort of the Midlands that they went, oh, um, yeah, there's since the weekend, there's been a coronavirus outbreak. 18 people have caught it since Saturday. So there's going to be more. And they went, so we're going to close for a few days. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's responsible. So it's not just... Yeah, yeah. Why don't they just make it outside? Because here, yeah, here the, the the patios are full, but it seems okay. like you know, you know, you know, it's not. Oh my god, my hey! <laughs> my oh, he's got a big face. Yeah, hey. but it seems like um, <laughs> you know, on, hey. people are getting. Oh, look at your cat. Maybe our cats could here. be. Maybe like your cat is the. <laughs> he's got a really, really flat face. I like him. Your your cat could be like the boisterous landlord cat, and my cat's like a downtrodden. <laughs> so it's like recreating. <laughs> yeah. It's like cat edition. <laughs> this cat's like wears a top hat and he's a potshot Canadian <laughs> and your tongue. cat's like a. Yeah, my I know cat, his mouth doesn't really shut. My, my cat likes to go backwards. <laughs> oh, wow. Look at what your cat is doing. This is he, like. My goodness. Look, this is going to be the high point of the podcast. I wish this was on video. <laughs> he's I'm basically to describe she's holding him up by his back but he's yeah. sort of flopped over upside <laughs> he down arches oh. backwards upside down um very good wow he he's he a, loves that he's a real he's a real he's, you know what that's a handsome cat <laughs> is it a man a male he is his name's freddie mercury <laughs> and he does he's annoyed with me now wow <laughs> he's too hot he's fun hey he's too hot and he's too old for that now um because mm. he's in his twilight years and if it hurts him, he needs to tell me. So I will eventually stop doing it. <laughs> How old is Freddie? He's 14, so he's only going to be alive oh. for another t- 20 or so years. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll miss him when he's gone. Now, <laughs> Freddie looks good for 14. Yeah, he's pretty... I keep him limber. <laughs> How old... Like, what is a cat year in human years? Is it pubs. the same with dogs? I wonder if, if your cat will have I, lived I the same know. amount of time as cat- Freddie Mercury himself. Oh, I bet he has, yeah. Freddie Mercury was 45, I think, or 46. Yeah, 46. He was 46. Uh, So, and my Freddie is 14. He's definitely in better shape than Freddie Mercury was, (laughs) though, when Freddie died. So I don't think it's imminent. (laughs) What is the, we will, no, they're making a sequel to Bohemian Rhapsody, but the problem in my mind is that oh, at well, the end of the first one, he uh, passes yeah. away of death. Yeah. So I guess they'll have to just show a different well, part of his life? <laughs> no, it's okay, because what actually happened at the end of the film was he did Live Aid in 1985, and they kept cutting to people in the band going, 
like nodding and going, yeah, it's going really well, which is good because it gives the audience a new perspective. Now we know that Queen's Live Aid performance went well and (laughs) it's good to know. But then, and then it just cuts to the end. He goes, of the world. And then it just stops. And then a title card comes up with Freddie Mercury died in 1991. (laughs) So there's six years that they need to cover. He obviously did Live Aid and then nothing else. So maybe they've got the six years that they can cover. (laughs) I think they could do... Yeah, I mean, was the high, was the song from the Highlander soundtrack after that? <laughs> yeah. Maybe they could get into that. I think, yeah, story. it was. Yeah, they could you do know. in this recording studio for Princes of the Universe. <laughs> and Who yeah. Wants to Live Forever? Oh no, it was before because Who Wants to Live Forever? Shit. Was, I would like to see more of the Bob yeah, Geldof character that we time. see only very briefly backstage at Live Aid. <laughs> I'd like to see the movie from his point of view, and I'd like to see more of Mike Myers' uh, character. And 18 pounds of makeup also. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was amazing because they cut to him during Live Aid, sat in his office on his own with the radio on going, oh, because he's just found out Queen are a successful band. He hadn't moved. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, these guys are pretty good. What's this? I shouldn't have turned them down 12 years ago. Even, yeah. Oh, there's other. Uh, there's so much great stuff in that film. I said they should do like the Live Aid cinematic universe, and they just do <laughs> band biopics that that finish at Live Aid. But it's like Simon LeBron. It was what they do. Right. They're, they're like Duran Duran, and it gets to their performance at Live Aid because he had a big crack on a note in View to a Kill, and the film ends there. So that's his. <laughs> that's his Live Aid cinematic universe film that's yeah, when the crowd booed him they're like you screwed up <laughs> and he just Fuck goes, you, simon and, then, <laughs> and then it just the title card comes up simon lebon is still alive credits <laughs> 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 just up, up the screen did you ever see the musical <laughs> we will rock you i never saw it but there it, it did play in toronto and i know it was in london forever maybe it's still there yeah um it's but it not. involves it's, it, sci-fi it yeah, it's it's really yeah. bad. I I was nearly in it, and I d- I did really want to oh. be in it because I really like the idea of um, being in a musical. No, and any musical will do. But I yeah, I auditioned <laughs> for it. I was down to like the finals for the one of the leads for the female wow. lead, and uh, when they said no, I was really annoyed. And then I just started slagging it off way more. <laughs> <laughs> That's like it's me really if I don't crap. get a job. It's really bad. I, yeah, just make fun of the the show that didn't hire me. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, have you seen it? Oh god, it's so embarrassing. Everyone on it must be so embarrassed, and they're all like sat in a jacuzzi, like ah, the big cigar. <laughs> you, I um, noticed uh, you were tweeting about uh, Hamilton. You 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 recently watched Hamilton? Yeah, it's a miracle I haven't brought it up yet. On you. <laughs> what did you think? Oh, I love it. I love Hamilton so much. I know that people, I know it's not very cool to like Hamilton, especially as much as I do, because I've made it like a personality trait. I just like, <laughs> um, hi, I really like Hamilton. But I, I've been listening to it since 2015. And then I mm. saw it in London in 2018. And then I watched it on Disney Plus over the weekend. And I thought I was oh. over Hamilton. I thought like, I thought, oh, I just think it's really good. But obviously, I don't care about it. Li- and, now, and now I'm listening to it all the time again. But, wow. but do you when you hate saw Hamilton? it in London, was it with Lin Manuel yeah. Miranda himself? No, the 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 little engine that could did not perform 
as Hamilton. Oh. They had a different guy who was very tall. And it really stood out to me that he was so tall because Lin-Manuel Miranda is very small. <laughs> yeah, my friend, my friend who watched Hamilton said that um, it's like when you watch it, Lin-Manuel uh, Lin Miranda is by far the shortest and least attractive of all the guys, but all the women are like, ooh, yeah. there's who a are bit, you? There's a bit in one of the, where he, when his wife first sees him, she's like, look at those eyes. And you're like, yeah, it's Lin-Manuel Miranda. Isn't there a whole song <laughs> he, he wrote to you where people, people talk about how tall he is in the song? They're like, you are so tall. And they do, they do a whole rap about how tall he is. <laughs> it's just feeding his ego. You know? He's, a, he's a actually average height. <laughs> <laughs> he stands on a stepladder like, and they all parade around him on the revolve. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I'm not, I'm not really a musical person. Okay. But I kind of want to see it. I think, I think you'll really like it. And you guys okay. should watch it together through... Michael can watch it through the keyhole. Yeah, I'll, I'll peek through the in the shadows. Did you see him, <laughs> Lin-Manuel... Yeah. Man, I can't say his name properly. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Did you like his performance? Lin-Manuel in- Miranda, yeah. In Mary Poppins, did you like his music, his original music, and his performance in Mary Poppins? Because that's what I think most people uh, okay. admire about him. <laughs> his brilliant Cockney accent. Okay, I haven't seen it at all. I haven't seen the first Mary Poppins either. I haven't seen Mary Poppins in any what? form. So, really? so I don't feel like like I wouldn't understand it, would I, if I watched <laughs> Mary yeah. Poppins? Returns. Wow, I'm surprised. I thought you would have been. I yeah, thought that you, was like a really have standard musical. Whole... Yeah. Yeah, I just have not ever watched it, and I feel like if I did now, it's too late. It's like taking up smoking. I can't now. It's too late. It's just too late for me to watch Mary Poppins or, ha- or have a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> I, wonder if, I wonder who did a worse Cockney accent, though. <laughs> Dick Van Dyke or Lin-Manuel Miranda? Maybe Dick Van Dyke. I don't know. Maybe I, he should I take over Hamilton, because they've, they've sort of switched roles, like... Oh, Lin Manuel Miranda played a he's chimney still sweep. alive. Yeah, Dick Van Dyke should do <laughs> a week of Hamilton. Oh my god! Because then it's all right. It's just eight performances. Mm-hmm. How old is he now? He's like ninety. No, is he one of those guys? He's like I'm ninety nine. <laughs> I bet he's older. I bet he's ninety nine. And then part of the thrill would be he's like, he's 99 might, and he's going to play Hamilton. You might be in the audience the night Dick Van Dyke passes away on stage. <laughs> oh, and ha- a spoiler alert, sorry, but Hamilton is dead now and he dies at the end of the musical. And I wonder if Dick Van Dyke, he would be like, he aims his pistol at the sky, wait! And then he <laughs> flops because he's been shot. And then, but people in the audience would be like, that's so good. But then he never gets up. Never gets up. Ooh. He, that's and then how people he, think it's like part of the play. Like, oh, they're doing that thing where he's just going to stay he's down gonna, during yeah, the... Yeah, and then all the actors yeah. having to step around him and be like, oh. Guys, yeah. I think Dick's corpse is starting to just like to oh, uh, really decompose. Avant-garde. No, that's just him. He's a really good actor. <laughs> we can't... Yeah, it's been... Guys, it's been two weeks. He hasn't been on. Yeah, but we can't put the understudy on because it's sold so many tickets. Because people wanted to come and see Dick Van Dyke. Isn't there a... Was there a comedian who passed away on yeah, stage? Yeah, Tom, Tommy, Tommy Cooper, Cooper died on stage. So a <laughs> friend of ours got super obsessed with Tommy Cooper a few years ago. And Why? He was like a shit ma- magician was <laughs> yeah. his thing, right? And he died on yeah. stage. And it's quite horrible because he literally is on stage and he goes, he stops and then he goes, oh, and then just falls backwards. And the audience all went, ah, 
and then he and then it went and then it went (laughs) quiet and then it and then they all laughed again because he'd stayed down for so long they were ah and then he was sort of dragged through the curtains oh no that's horrible (laughs) so yeah tommy cooper you feel pretty bad he he died the way he lived with laughter ringing in his ears (laughs) oh that's nice (laughs) he didn't seem to know he looked all right right up until in a way, actually, that's actually a really good way to go. Oh, yeah. I'd rather just go like that. I, I want to die watching Hamilton on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I want to go. What about dying during a Zoom comedy show? So you're performing uh, <gasps> material Ooh. to your camera, computer. Oh, I thought you meant this. Oh. Yes. We could all die. Yeah. this recording. Should we all die? I'm, I'm up for it. <laughs> Let's all die. And people will go, because there's, <laughs> it, we could be one of those deaths relate, three of those deaths related to COVID. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And you guys, I don't know what your death total is today, and I'm quite interested in it, but James it, yours, is a, you're probably in like the tens. James is really on top of the every news. day. I, I read about it every day. So, so what's your current death rate? Um, well... <laughs> I don't in in, uh, in Ontario like the you know which is I don't know maybe a third of the country today yeah. yesterday we had zero oh. and then today we had two is it you guys it's well, you guys well I think they're assuming Mike and I are going <laughs> yeah. to it's more like cuz you guys you like in Canada like our view of Canada in the UK is that you get everything right um huh. so you would even get that right in Canada. Hmm. That's nice. You know, it's funny because I feel like Canadians have such low self-esteem <laughs> that other countries will sort of be like, oh, they, they do things well. And then we get like annoyed at that. Oh, weirdly. really? I think it's insane. You like can't take a compliment. You're like, stop No, it, stop not it. at all. Okay. Not at all. Right. Um, that's a nice, but that's, that's nice. a nice quality though. Cause in America, it's very much seems to be, hi, I've done a video. It's amazing. And oh, then, boundless self-confidence. And then you watch the video yes. and go, well, you can't. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. I mean, look at what's happening over there. If that isn't an advert for how confident, <laughs> how, how far confidence can get you and money, yeah. obviously. But here, like, yeah, we, our, our prime minister, it's a very unattractive quality he has where he just talks about how well he's doing all the time. I guess some people like it because he won the election. <laughs> oh, boy. The guy needs a haircut, too. Oh, he'll never get one. He thinks it makes him seem quirky and fun. You almost think it's like a weird, like, pervy sex thing. Like, he thinks, like, somehow he thinks that, you know, like, if you were at a weird orgy, you'd see a guy with that haircut. You'd be like, what's with the little yeah, boy guy? Some girl like, oh, my God, I'm going to fuck him just to see what it's like. And that's what he's going for. That's what. (laughs) Suze, you host a true crime podcast, yes? Yes. That is true. It, that is true and not a crime. Uh, not yet. Yeah. Oh, so, so, yeah, well, so if a bloody PC brigade get hold of it, oh, it's, <laughs> it's, called, it's called Mystery on the Rocks and it's me and British comedians Chris Stokes and Masood Milas. Even though Masood's got an American accent because he went to international schools and it fools a lot of people. Uh, and I, I think he should stop tricking people with it. He, I couldn't so believe he, my ears British when Canadians. I was a guest. I didn't know what was happening with that accent. Yeah. I it, was very nervous. It must have been horrible for you. Yeah. yeah. 
and and thank you for coming on. Also, throughout that podcast, just right, you didn't you don't know this, but um, Michael's been on as a guest, and what? just yeah, he did it from the <laughs> toilet, I guess. Yeah. So the yeah. Broadband... Did you guys know that you were talking to someone on a toilet? Didn't have a clue. <laughs> I thought it was just uh, the sound of like planes going overhead. It kept. No, it was. Psh, nope. It was the yeah, uh, flash. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> well, just before you came into the our Zoom room, we went. One of them went. Is it Michael? Michael? And I went. Oh, I should know. And then I didn't know. So we we eventually went. We'll just say Mike. And then now I and I instantly regretted it as soon as the as soon as we finished. I went, oh, do you know what, guys? I think it's Michael, and he just didn't correct us. So I just why don't we re-record the episode? That... Let's get like a we'll get someone to, to type it all out, and then just the intro you can redo. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. If you call do... Michael Mike, he he acts like nothing's wrong, but inside you can see oh. there's like a rage, and then he. <laughs> He, he grabs one of his pinky and snaps his pinky. Oh no! To the side. I wonder what that really was. Upset. Yeah, we're yeah. we're we're sorry, and I'm the most sorry. Chris was not sorry at all. Actually, he went. Oh, it's probably fine. Chris is from Birmingham and doesn't. He's oh, not. God. He's got no um, guilt about stuff. The home but of UB forty. Felt bad. As far as I know. Yes. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's a good true. pull, Mike. That is true. <laughs> I think it's true. I- yeah. No, hang on. UB40, that's Oxbridge. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God, think, Michael. What the hell is that is near? Wrong I'm going to look. How do, you, how do you get that wrong, Mike? <laughs> is that near Birmingham? I'm going to look it up. Or no? Look it up. Oh, God. I'm being exposed. No, not really. Oh, hang on. Shit. Oh, yeah. No, you are right. I'm so sorry. Oh, okay. I am UB40 I've victorious. A, I've made a fool of myself. Yes. <laughs> They, Mike sent me a, a oh, recent photo of I Ali thought it, Campbell. I thought UB40 was a postcode and it stands for Unemployment Benefit Form 40. Oh. Because they were all on benefits. Is that what that stands I thought for? it was Uxbridge postcode. It's not. Oh. I mean, your Canadian listeners will be like, that's fine, but I just made a real stupid mistake. Oh, no. And I hope, <laughs> do you have any British listeners? A few. Do we? Yeah, yeah we get a... Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm um, sorry to your toast. Yeah, apologies to that. Um, Mike sent me a recent photo of the lead singer Ali Campbell, oh, yeah. and he isn't, isn't looking great. He, oh, he, he lived he was, a life. He actually was looking a bit like Baldy Man, and he was shirtless, yeah. and he had a nipple ring. Oh, Baldy Man probably did. Baldy Man probably did. He yeah. probably did. We were so busy. He, he got it by accident, though. He went into <laughs> yeah. a tattoo shop. Yeah, it was a, a mishap. Physical he went, comedy. He walked, he walked up to a tattoo shop and someone was someone was just leaning on the TA and it said to shop. And he went mm, and walked in <laughs> and then immediately got a nipple piercing and went. <laughs> and he only went in there for twos. And the ratings were yeah. bad. <laughs> no one watched. <laughs> it definitely only got one series. <laughs> Do you think people get nipple rings anymore? Oh, I don't know. I think about I this think a lot because so. I've got um, a, a, one of those belly bars. I've got a navel piercing and it really dates me because <laughs> no, I know oh. no teenagers have them now. And I'm like, I've had it for 20 years. You want to know anything about it? And they're like, I don't want to know about it. And I don't want to see it. Stop. <laughs> Stop it, grandma. <laughs> it have you ever considered me. removing it? <laughs> Or are you keeping it? Uh, no, because if I do, there's a weird hole. There's a weird hole like I got shot and I don't like seeing oh. it. 
so I leave it in. I feel like, it, oh, it looked weird without it. It's like you've got a metal bar in your body, you f- freak. So Remember when people would get the tongue one? Ugh. Does that hole grow back? Yes, very fast. <laughs> oh, thank God. Yeah, because you can never take it out. It just grows back. And if you're a singer and you get one, it's a stupid idea because you can't sing because you lisp if you've got one. Oh, does it change your, right, the of quality course. of your... <laughs> right. Yeah, you just, it makes you talk like that. <laughs> oh, oh. I actually hate seeing them. I think they're horrible. And I Me ju- too. And I, I, sorry, PC Brigade. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry to cut you off there. I, I was just reminded of That's how it. near the end of his life, Luciano Pavarotti's voice sort of noticeably changed. And I just remembered that oh. he mm. got a tongue piercing. Uh, a few years before he died, and everyone was like, "Don't do oh, it!" Right? Yeah, yeah. you know, I, I never. I wonder if that was connected. That oh, probably was. I think huh? it, yeah, I think it was. Okay. Yeah. I probably met. It was when I know he went through a, a punk phase. Towards yes, he the did. End. Yeah. And you know, it's okay. You're allowed. You're allowed. But he. Yeah. He used to dye his hair. He used to dye his hair lime green, make it all stick up, because <laughs> his mistress was into it. He demanded to be introduced instead of as Luciano Pavarotti. He's like, introduce me. Tell them I'm Rat. And they'd have to introduce him as like, here he is, rat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, please welcome to the stage. It's rat. And then he'd come on and do and do like he'd get his he'd go at the audience with his horrible tongue piercing. And he'd swear and it'd up be a all storm. the same audience, but they really embraced it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Do you- he sang but he was a, unfortunately a very racist punk. Yes. Was Pavarotti racist? No, I know. Surely not. Surely not. He was just his punk thing. He used to wear a short. Oh, he used to wear, I see. He wore a military, uh, he wore an SS jacket. Right. He did that <laughs> thing like, in the early 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It was weird. But then um, Domingo and Carreras were like, they did an intervention. And that's how it ended up being the three tenors. But it, originally it was an intervention. <laughs> It was so successful that they took it on tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When they went punk, they didn't like that imagery. They were sort of like, well, we want to be more like, you know, the clash or something. Yeah. That's it. Oh, no. Sorry, Is that your cat? Yeah, something just crashed. Did your yeah, cat just smash so. into a thousand pieces? <laughs> Unfortunately, the cat's porcelain. <laughs> Is there anything else yeah. any of us want to talk about? Um, oh, can I ask you, uh, Suze, are you going to be doing any more Kate Bush uh, songs on your Twitch stream. Oh, soon. <laughs> I'm I'm a bit embarrassed. That I do these singing streams because I'm doing another <laughs> one in about half an hour. But like, it's the easiest way to get people to donate money because you do a song that they request and then they feel bad, so they send you five pounds. That's very so, yeah, smart. I've been doing like entire. It's I like, but it is a bit naff, isn't it? Going, hi guys, what do you want to hear? Okay, total eclipse of the heart. You got it. Uh, so that's been my <laughs> main source of income under lockdown. But uh, I'm I I will do another Kate Bush one because it's the easiest one because you don't wear your voice out singing Kate Bush because she sings nice and light. Right. So you just mm. do some Kate Bush Twitch streaming and and people are impressed because she's obscure. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe so we should do that, James. Like, oh, no one's singing Kate Bush. Do it. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a, a two-man. <laughs> Throw your shoes in the lake. Yeah, do That'll it. be the name of the, the Twitch stream. <laughs> do you like Twitch? Do you like doing stuff on Twitch? Um, <laughs> I, like, I like it to a point. 
but I find some of the people on there are quite demanding and also creepy. Right. But, you know, I would say they know who they are, but they don't know who they are. They think they're gentlemen. Mm. <laughs> and we'll leave them unnamed. The, the important thing, ladies of Twitch, yes, I won't name them. Uh, I'll, I'll whisper the names to my cat. <laughs> Put a hex on them, Ooh. but they—they're—they—they—they uh, they're, they're usually just some men who are lonely under lockdown and would like some entertainment from a lady on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Sound like cool dudes. Well, thank you so much for joining us. This was so fun. Thank you. If this ends up being the lost episode because I was so unfunny, I won't—I oh. won't judge you for it. it this was a. This was a top top notcher. Okay, I wasn't I wasn't fishing, but it's nice to know. <laughs> but, but I compared will compared to the usual trash we have on. <laughs> I, if um, sorry, guys, I, I'm uh, oh my uh, my end of the audio has turned into complete uh, robot oh, digital uh, gibberish. So I haven't been able to understand the past three minutes of of is, chat but no. thank you Suze, for joining us it's been so thank fun you. and we'd love to have you back again and uh <laughs> i'll link to your twitch channel and oh, the podcast you. and your twitter Cheers. in the episode show notes thank you very much if i don't sound like a robot right now thank you very much <laughs> thanks Suze. Shall i wave thanks guys bye <laughs> bye, bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! Hello, everyone. This is Chris Locke. Thank you for allowing me to drip into your ears like some sort of sentient syrup goo from Mars. This is an invasion. I'm here to promote my new podcast, Happy Good, with Chris Locke. Subscribe to it now because it will make you feel good. It's about forgetting all the craziness, the nonsense, the stress, and we relax together and laugh. It's a silly stream of consciousness guided meditation to make you feel good, and it's on Sonar Network. Listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts or on Sonar Network, but subscribe and come along with me because it will be fun. Thank you.